Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. A lot of shenanigans planned for the show today. A lot of local chatter as well, talking about <laughs> libraries, talking about a bunch of stuff today. Also, a bunch of behind the scenes, which is yeah. always fun because we record everything before the show. We get here at like 3.30 in the morning, and once we get here, the mics go on. Yeah. Well, not on the air, but in the room. All the sneezes, all the coughs, shenanigans all the laughs. Shenanigans plenty, and yes, the <laughs> shenanigans counter. It's already at 3 this morning, and it's 6.07. Uh, one of the questions we're asking today, though, uh, things you're good at, but it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, you're really, really good at it. Like, Olympic-level good. Like, balancing things in your hands when you're carrying them, right? If this was an Olympic sport, you would be representing Canada. Mm-hmm. You might even be the flag bearer. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Like, no one will ever notice or care about this at all. Let us know what that is for you. 938-0963. We have a bunch. We have a bunch of useless talents. Which, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I can time my microwave without, like, without even looking at it, right? Like, I can just know when 10 seconds are left with the microwave, and then I go, boom, save it. I never hear the microwave buzzer. I don't even know what my microwave buzzer sounds like. That's how good I am at this game. Amazing. but is it, though? Not, Not really. really. <laughs> <laughs> never matters. It will never, ever matter, right? You Let know what it will matter? Is when you're drunk and you're at a house party and you're like, hey, you know what? That's when it's important. Yeah, I'm <laughs> in my mid-30s with a nine-month-old. Those days are over. <laughs> if I'm still using the microwave at my buddy's oh, house at like man. two in the morning, like... <laughs> Sit me down and talk to me, okay? okay I, I, prob- I have something else going on in my right. life. Um, but yeah, that's the conversation for today, so yep. let us know. Um, that's just one of many. What are, what are yours? Any of, the, any, any of yours? Uh, we got some main ones we're going to save for later, but... I make a really good bed. <laughs> I used to be a chambermaid when I lived cool. in England. Wow. Um, I can make a... Again, I, it doesn't matter, but it's good, okay? Timing your microwave beep. Yee. Again, you know you win a debate <laughs> when someone uses the high voice against you. Yes. When someone uses the comeback, <laughs> you won. You don't need to say anything else. You just won the debates. It is fun using that comeback, though. Yeah. All right, buckle up. More of that stuff coming up all morning. If you're a fan of the good old hockey game, got some, got some iffy news for you. Uh, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, considering... Banning fighting. What? Don't let Don Cherry know about this news because he might lose it. Uh oh. Like, this is not ideal for How old fans is of like classic hockey. This is the WHL, but in Quebec. So like 16, 17, 18? 16 to 20 year olds. Okay. They're going to ban fighting. Now, as someone who has been to almost every Blades home game for the past seven years, there is far <laughs> less fighting in junior hockey than there was back in the 90s. Back when Darcy Hordachuk was running around Sastel Center destroying Jaws, like it was like seven, eight fights a game. Right. That only happens now in like the NAHL. That's like a semi-pro league in Quebec when they like that they actually get paid to fight. Like the fighters make more than the goal scores. Right. And maybe like the junior B leagues, the jungle is what hockey players call it. There's some fighting there. Other than that, it's kind of gone away. It's still definitely there. Yeah. Now, as a casual hockey fan, Stacy, fighting, you like it? You think it's too much? I don't know. Like. It's one of those things you do associate with hockey, mm-hmm. right? You're like, ah, oh, good old hockey fight where they drop the gloves, off they go. But if they were to ban it, I wouldn't be upset. 
So you're kind of, eh, mm, I don't care. You're sitting on the fence. Not even. I just don't care about anything. Which is kind of <laughs> sitting on the fence, but all right. Uh, yeah. If you take away fighting, meatheads might take over the game. Meatheads are different than pigeons and goons. Hockey has its own little vocabulary. but I had no idea pigeons <laughs> played hockey. Wow. Meatheads run around the ice, and they're not good. They're third-line guys, but they're big and they're fast. And yeah. Their whole... They're not rats either. Rats and meatheads are different things. Rats are... Pigeons, rats. What are we... Rats are jerks on purpose, but they're still good at hockey. They're just trying to get under your skin. Meatheads uh-huh. are just meatheads. They're flying around the rink. Meatheads deserve to be punched in the face. Because if they don't, they're just going to hurt people on the ice. Okay. That's the thing about hockey. Hockey needs to be policed, but by the people playing the game. Not the refs. But the people who what? don't but the people who don't play hockey don't understand that. Mm-hmm. It's just it's such a dangerous game. It's played on blades and on ice and you have a weapon in your hand, right? Like there's a lot of things that can go wrong, but when you have players policing the game and people know that, oh, if I if I act out of hand here, I'm gonna get a punch in the eye. It's From not another the best. player. Now, again, I sound like a caveman saying that. <laughs> Again, I can see it like you. Yeah. From both from both arguments, I can I can see it. Yeah. What do you know? What do you know? What do you think? Not much. And what do you know? Nine three eight zero nine six three. Fighting in hockey. Oh my goodness. Everyone always wonders what do they do when the music is playing? What's going on during the commercials? It's time for behind the scenes with Stacy and Clayton. We had a. You won't enjoy this story at all um we watched coronation street i can't wait to hear it (laughs) no please please continue with the story care we watched coronation street through the cbc gem app Mm -hmm. which is pretty sweet they got a ton of shows on there for free yeah um and but then sean puts on an ad blocker five minutes later um but he was able to get around it through firefox which is you called it i did not enjoy that story Also, I had a dream that you came to work and you had a British accent. <laughs> and it was good. Like, I thought it was the way you actually spoke, and I thought you'd been hiding it from me for so many years. Ugh, can you imagine? And then I was like, oh, or maybe he's just doing a really good impression. <laughs> no, we both know that's not the case. I was perusing Saskatoon's Reddit page looking for some local stuff to talk about. There was a topic there about living near train tracks. Um, Which side of the tracks? The other side of the tracks? Someone wanted to move on Gray Avenue in the Forest Grove Sutherland area, um, right by the tracks there, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of people in the comments, though, saying after a couple weeks, you don't even notice it. You can't even hear it. It's kind of soothing. You fall asleep to the train. As someone who lives in East College Park, the best college park. Take that, West College Park. <laughs> Just trying to start a rivalry for no wow. reason. Um, it's nice. We're right by the tracks as well. Mm-hmm. I got to say, you notice it for, again, maybe the first month after that. It's kind of nice. Y- you hear a train roll by. You're like, oh, maybe I'll go walk the dog and, and see the train. Look there at the graffiti go. on the side. Graffiti slash art because it's beautiful half the time. We grew up in the north end. Um by the airport like not mm-hmm. right by the airport obviously but planes going by all the time what was that neighborhood sidetrack that was right by the airport remember that they, McNabb Park McNabb Park 
If you got any good McNabb Park stories, let us know. Nine three eight zero nine six three. But yeah, same thing. It's like, oh my God, so many airplanes. You don't even notice them no. at all. If you just while, get used to it. My aunt and uncle uh, lived on Thirty Third Street, right by the train bridge, three houses up off Spadina. Trains all the time, and they lived there for thirty five years. Totally happy. Can you imagine what they would sell that house for now? Yes. <sighs> do you ever Lots. do that? Do you ever sit there and no, think like, it makes oh me man, feel sick. my parents sold their house in like 2008 and it's like, oh, you couldn't have just waited? Right? <laughs> Come on, guys. Ugh. You're in Lakeview. Uh, the thing is, living by like anything inconvenient, like living across the street from a, from a school, some people say that's inconvenient. Recess, the, the loud noises, buses, all that stuff. They're like, no, after a while. Ever. You just it's like, get used to it's it. It's like for an hour in the morning, hour in the evening. After that, you got to park right across the street from your house. It's there actually really nice. If you live by something convenient, tell us your stories. Train tracks, airport. Meat processing plant. Bus stop. <laughs> I don't know. Meat. I'm joking. That's gross. 938-0963. The thought of winning a lifetime supply of anything is just exciting having something for the rest of your life would be amazing i found an article that talked about you know like 20 people who had actually won a year's supply of stuff and it's not all it's cracked up to be clayton oh really stacy imagine that care to elaborate i will uh one guy won i think it was a mcdonald's contest big Macs for a year sick right no, by, I think he said by about month six, he was giving his passes away because it basically was in the form of uh, gift cards, right? So he got X okay. amount of gift cards for the year. That's not bad. Got to the point, though, where he was literally like giving them away. He's like, here, please have six Big Macs. I can't handle this anymore. Well, that's inevitable, right? And that's when it pays off to be a friend of that guy. Uh, another person won a year's worth of chocolate. Hello. And they gave them the delivery all at once. Here's your supply. Sorry, a year. Did I say lifetime? I meant year. A year supply. Lifetime supply. Doesn't really matter. Well, a year and a lifetime of chocolate. Very different. Big contest wins Big like contest this, right? Wins. With a lot of small, fine prints. Right. But these people um, with the chocolate winner, they had people coming over and being like, oh, I'll take a few of these bars, some of those ones. Right. And all of a sudden, she's like, I was down to two bars and a packet of hot chocolate. There was they that, just pilfered from there her. There was that pilfered. Pilfered? Is that not a word? Pillaged. Pilfer. Pilferage. Stealing things of little value. Ah, I learned something today. I did not know that word existed. Anywho, there was the <laughs> Tide detergent lady. Yes, lifetime supply of mm-hmm. Tide. Again, they dropped it off all at once. There was They uh, couldn't use it fast enough. No, there was Phil Dunphy from the show Modern Family. He yes. won a lifetime supply of razor blades. And then one day, he ran out of razor blades. And all day, he thought he was going to die. Right? Made for a really funny episode, actually. But, but yeah, a lot of people said they just basically got sick of what they had yeah. won. Well, also, too, there's always that. It's never as easy as they think, right? It's never like, oh, lifetime supply of Tim Hortons. You don't just get a Tim Hortons card and get to go to Tim Hortons whenever That's, you want. I no, would, it's like, uh, oh, you got to go twice a week. You can only get this and that. I These want contests. to win one where it's like, here's your gold card. Go buy whatever you want, Those whenever don't you exist. want. Buy your friends whatever they Those want. Those don't exist, though. There's I always red tape there's always fine prints that wendy's kick for a million guy uh during the cfl halftime at an argos game made the 50 yard field goal and it's Mm -hmm. like he won a million dollars no he won 50 grand every year over the next 20 years still sweet but you know things you are really really good at but it will never ever matter that you're good at that thing. Mm-hmm. For example, Stacy 
is really, really good at taking pictures of sandwiches. Aw, thanks. If you don't follow Stacy on Instagram, <laughs> at Stacy Cooper, yep. her sandwich photo-taking ability. I know it sounds ridiculous, but you just have to see it to believe it. You know like, what? They're pretty nice pictures. Just the way you put it together and the way you slice the bread, it's like the roll for sandwich guy on TikTok. The guy who lets fate decide his lunch. You ever oh, see yeah, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, like, has a, he has a set of dice and he rolls it. He's like, all right, three. That's, that's raisin loaf today. <laughs> and he cuts it open and it looks all cool. You put that guy to shame. Like, your breakfast sandwich photos. Thank you. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Thank you. Here's the thing. Unless you're one of the two no. professional food photographers <laughs> that two. can make a living off this stuff, it doesn't matter. It right? really, no, it doesn't affect my life at all. Unless you want to be a professional photographer, is that something you want to pursue? I don't think so. Good, because you have a job, and if you ever left yeah. this job, I'd be devastated. Right, right. I don't know what I would do. Uh, for me, it's my it's my priest voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know how at church, the priest is talking all normal, and then out of nowhere, just starts singing? <laughs> I'm really good at that priest voice. <laughs> Through him, with him, in him. In the unity of the Holy Spirit. Wow, it's like I'm in Forever church. Forever and ever. Amen. Oh, Amen. wow. Amen. 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 Clap your hands now. Is that really what happens? Amen, everybody. At uh, St. Bernard, yeah, wow. that's what we did. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm also really good at putting little pieces of bread in people's palms. So, Oh my God, what I know, is going on? Right? Don't you ever leave this job for the priesthood. Unfortunately, I would never be allowed to be a priest. Okay. Some, some discrepancies in my go, resume. You don't need to go into the details. I have never met anyone that doesn't like the Blue Oyster Cult. I hate the Blue Oyster Cult. All right, well. <laughs> Just kidding. I love them too. You know we're actually fighting when we have nose exhales going on. Uh, it's Stacy and Clayton. How are you? We're not actually fighting, no, we kids. Never fight. Don't worry. Your radio mom and dad aren't getting divorced. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, scrolling through Twitter last night, and I read this interesting tweet. Uh, Jimmy Butler, he is a NBA player, plays mm-hmm. for Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, his favorite pump-up music, at least this week, Nickelback. What? Nickelback. That's what Canada's he's been. Own that's Nickelback? what he's been pumping before games, and apparently, according to his teammates, he sings every single word. He's burning it to the ground. Never again will he listen to something else. He's looking at this photograph. Mm-hmm. Nickelback reminds him of how to be a good player. Wow. We can go on, but let's not. It's too bad we don't know any other Nickelback okay. references. Oh man. Man, if today was my last day, I'd end on a bang. <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> I'm so excited. Wow. Uh, anyway, Nickelback, if you were to say that five years ago, like an NBA player coming out saying, yep. I love Nickelback before the game, this guy would have been ratioed on the on the internet. So that's when everyone would have been just chirping this guy, yep. roasting this guy. Nickelback sucks, but he's getting praise. Right. Everyone is like, yeah, Nickelback pumps me up too. Nickelback turns me into an animal. <laughs> Okay, it's it's not getting as good anymore. Uh, <laughs> it turns me into an animal. 
<laughs> Anywho, um, Nickelback, it's the ultimate comeback story. The ultimate redemption tale. A decade ago, Nickelback, yep. if you were to say, I'm a Nickelback fan, you would get ridiculed relentlessly. Mm-hmm. Now, it's like cool to like Nickelback. It seems like we bring it up every month. This, I mean, call me Chris, that famous TikToker. She's the blonde one from Habitsford. Sure. Yeah, she, she was interviewing Nickelback for, for TD before the Junos. It was this big thing. They're getting in the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. They're like the 11th best-selling band of all time. It's like can, wow. Canadians, they turned on Nickelback. It was like a wrestler on WWE. It went through, oh, at the start, they're a good guy. Then they're a bad guy. Now they're back to well, being the good guy. You know what it is? They've put in their time. They've dealt with the criticism. Mm-hmm. They've still played for their pa- fans, put out new music. It's all come full circle. You know what else they did? They kind of leaned into it. Oh, yeah, they have to. You have to embrace that. When getting bullied, let someone know you're getting bullied. But when it's like friendly ribbing, if you lead into it, they'll stop, right? And Mm -hmm. Nickelback, they could have just raged, right, and got all angry, but they kind of leaned into it. Nickelback, we're proud of you. Yeah. There you go. It's like you're a rock star. Spring starts when our heartbeats pound in. A new movie that is not a prequel or a sequel. Shut the front door. I know, I... I wow. barely believed it either. Um, it's the Blackberry movie. They made a movie about the Blackberry story. You know what? It's the takeover! You guys have no idea how to run a company. This entire market. You said they were the best engineers in the world. I said they're the best engineers in Canada. It's the best part about this movie. It's got a Canadian feel to it. Because Blackberry was... Partially, yeah, was yeah. a Canadian company, right? So... I mean, I can't wait to hear about the Brick Breaker thing. Like, how Brick Breaker was the made. The little scrolling ball in the middle. Oh, Miss my that God. Ball. Miss that ball. It's funny, though, because this is a movie about a, a phone. Yeah. We also saw a movie about an app, Facebook, mm-hmm. right? There was also uh, the Tetris movie because the oh, maker of Tetris got yeah. killed or something. Taron Egerton, is that his name? Yes. Yes, he's in that movie. He plays Mr. Tetris. There you go. That's his name. That's who invented Hi, Tetris, I'm by Mr. the way. Tetris. Mr. Tetris. My wife, uh, Mrs. Tetris, <laughs> and our children. Tetris Jr., get over here. What did I tell you about those straight lines, Tetris Jr.? We are a square family. Oh, man. Anywho, uh, I want to go see it. That's a great, They say it's going to be like a funny social network. Jay Baruchel's in there. Jay Baruchel's in it. And um, the music is killer. Like yes. It just gets me pumped. Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Glenn Howerton. I always refer to him as Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. You say Glenn Howerton, it's like, who? Sounds like a curler. Glenn (laughs) Howerton. His rink out of Northern Ontario. Oh, it's uh, Dennis from It's Always Sunny. Ah! Love Dennis. AP Bio, too. Great show. That request is for Jordy sending it out to his buddy Nelson. What a guy. Nice friend. It's uh, Nathaniel Rateliff in the Night Sweats. That was my nickname in high school. How you doing? It's Stacy and Clayton. <laughs> it's your turn to talk. Don't laugh. Now. Night Sweats are terrible. I had some when I was pregnant. I know they're terrible. God. It was my nickname in high school. Oh, try okay. try having try being called Night Sweats. <laughs> uh, talking to strangers is something you're taught when you're little that you shouldn't do. And then as you get older and you become an adult and you hopefully can gauge situations a little better. Yeah, when you're an adult, just start going into any van. Well, that's kidnapping. That's different. (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
But they say that when people go on vacation, we have more of an urge and we do actually strike up conversations with mm-hmm. strangers more than we do when we're here just living our life every day in Saskatoon. It's usually because you're a little buzzed on vacation. I'm constantly drunk. And when you're hey, drunk, man. nothing is better than talking to strangers. Right. I don't know why, but when you have like that four or five beer buzz. It's the liquid courage. You just become the most social person ever. You're like, hey, what's your life story, pal? Yeah. Lincoln, Nebraska. That's or you, fun. You, you recognize an accent. Are you from Canada? Oh, man. Yeah, and then when you meet someone from Canada on vacation somewhere else, right? Instant best friends. Right, and then then you you start drinking with them, and you guys start talking to other groups of strangers. So continues. (laughs) Where does it end, right? Yeah, right. That's the best part about vacation, though. Like, we went on our honeymoon three and a half years ago, right before the world hit the fan, Mm -hmm. and we still talk to people, these random couples that we met on our honeymoon. Oh, that's awesome. I think a lot of people do. Like, they have, like, that random honeymoon couple. They're like, yeah, we still talk to each other on Facebook like each other's photos. Well, and that's the thing is if you are somewhere like an all-inclusive in Mexico, mm-hmm. there's a very good chance that person has a lot in common with you, i.e. they're also on a hot vacation, also, right? Also, when you're on vacation, you're having a good time, right? When you're when you're having a good time, you're happy, you're living life to the fullest. There's you also... Wanna, you're, you just want to talk and share, right? And there's a very good chance you'll never see those people again. Yeah, exactly. Whereas here in Saskatoon... The mysterious stranger thing, right? Yeah. Right? Someone might be like, hey, did you talk to me last week about yeah. nachos? Yes, I did. Also, Who's in a grumpy mood and just talks to strangers? That doesn't happen. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? I'm upset and let me tell you about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Stacey and Clayton, weekday mornings 6 to 10 on Cruise. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.